Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi guys, welcome to Pod Sauce. I am Alicia Renee. And I'm Dax Holt. We've got a fun show today, I'm excited. We do. We have a super fun show today. I, I hope that I'm able to keep it together because you know what this podcast does to me, this particular, our, our, our guest that we have on today, we regret to inform you the rejection podcast, because you put me on to them. I have called you many a time from the <laughs> side of the road. I'm doing the ugly cry right now. <laughs> Just crying, bawling. But, but that's the thing. I knew the second I had heard this podcast, I was like, Leisha's going to like this because, well, you're an actress. You, yeah. We've talked about our careers, our ups, our downs, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I think hearing a podcast that's not just devoted to, oh, this celebrity's had an amazing rise to stardom, but like yeah. there's been bumps in the road. There's been things that they've had to overcome. I think we can relate to that. And I think that's what it's, makes this podcast so good. I mean, D, it's honestly, it's the story behind the journey really that allows me to champion even more so for like your favorite's favorite because let's just keep it funky like if everything was rainbows and ponies for whoever is like that person to you i just don't think that we would be that invested in them right mm -hmm. like struggle is relatable it's palatable it's something that is not exclusive to one particular race or you know age demographic ethnicity or whatever like we all know that the journey to success is not linear it's it ebbs and it flows and to be able to draw strength from, because that's what I love about Regret to Inform You, it's not just the celebrity aspect of it, but they also talk about movies and the journey that it took to get this movie done, like um, Splash or oh. Pretty Woman, you know, movies that are iconic to us now, but back then got told no, 50 million times, but it was that 50 million and one that uh, put it before us and we're yeah. grateful for it. Well, so, not only that, I got you tuned, turned into this on someone that you're not necessarily a huge, necessarily a fan of. Like I'm a, I'm a huge Lisa Kudrow Friends fan, right. but that right. episode hit me so hard. I'm like, you have to listen to this and the struggle that this, yeah. this actress had through many, many, many years and basically almost, you know, gave up her career and pushed yeah. through and became the highest paid actress on television. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, get into so it. And it's cool. not that not that I got anything against Lisa Kudrow. I just don't know her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wasn't a Friends fan. You know, I was a, like, I've, I've shared this many times. We all know the story of Friends came from living single. You know, the, the creators of Friends have admitted that themselves. So I'm not spilling tea or anything like that. So, you know, I more so came at it like, well, I want the black actors and actresses to get their things. But you're right, D. Like, when you hear the story it's all relative and it's not relegated to, you know, again, like your ethnicity or your age. It's just, it's struggle and it's triumph and it's self-perseverance. And how do we dig deep to find that thing to keep going? All right, Leisha, uh, I'm excited for them. I can't wait. I think you guys are going to love it, but stick around. We got so much more coming up on Pod Sauce. Welcome back to Pod Sauce, guys, your podcast discovery show. It's that time of the day <laughs> where you, Dax has his say. You like that? I like it. That's good. I gave you a jingle. You got a pick for me, don't you? I got a good pick for you this week, Leisha. I have been excited to bring this one to you. You know me. I am someone that likes short, concise episodes of podcasts. I don't like necessarily to do a whole long run of 15. I did it on this one. And I, I checked it out, and I absolutely loved it. It's called The Dropout. And this, ep- this whole podcast is about Elizabeth Holmes. And if, I don't know if you've ever heard that name. Elizabeth Holmes was the f- world's youngest self-made female billionaire. Nope, writing it down. Okay. Yes, with the pill, the pill chick, right? Not a pill. She was the CEO of Theranos, which was was a company that they were basically building machines so that one drop of blood could test for a hundred different, like, diseases or anything in your blood. And it was going to revolutionize the medical industry because instead of taking vials and vials of blood and people being scared of that, you would literally prick your finger and a hundred different tests, okay? So... She raised millions and millions of dollars. The whole thing was a fraud. Like, complete fraud. They made made it into Walgreens. They had Theranos, like, uh, stations. And what they were doing was they were supposed to have these machines, but they were actually taking the blood back to laboratories, testing it, like, in the normal ways. Uh, But a lot of this stuff, because it was a simple prick of blood, they were getting wrong answers. So imagine you go in and your test comes back and they're like, oh, you're diabetic and you're not. And now you start taking medications for, I mean, the whole thing is so crazy. But the the levels of deception and fraud that these people went to to hide it. And not only that, she was obsessed with Steve Jobs. She would, she, everything about it, she'd go and get photos taken like Steve, started wearing black turtlenecks. I mean, the whole, she had a fake voice, Leisha. She dropped her voice (laughs) and had a a fake fake voice. voice. (laughs) I mean, the whole thing is crazy. So you got to check out this podcast. It's so good. Y'all let the white woman trick y'all again. You let the white woman (laughs) trick you again, huh? Is is that how we're doing it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a, was a foot uh, just so uh. a foot i mean oh my god it was such a crazy podcast and i'm telling you like i said i don't listen to like lots and lots of episodes but with this one i got hooked in and i was just like oh what's next what's next like where does the deceit lie now and so yeah. you got to check it out the dropout about elizabeth holmes crazy life give me the skinny is she running free or is she locked? She is she doing is, an acon and she's locked up no she, right now she is dealing with a huge court battle where she has to go to trial and they just announced that she's pregnant so they're pushing the trial back oh <laughs> are you kidding me no i'm not even kidding it's if her name was mo 
Monique, she being self like D, having that baby on the flow. Oh, this is <laughs> You know what? She just continues to keep swimming, y'all. Well, if you guys want to find out more about the dropout, Dax's pick, please head over to podsauce.com. We got more. This is Pod Sauce. Don't go anywhere. You see, this is the stuff I'm talking about, Dax. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Pod Sauce. Oh, Alicia, I'm so excited. How long I'm have we been? I'm going to try to get through this without crying. <laughs> we'll start there. This is a big interview for us. Alicia and I have been talking about this podcast for weeks now. I, maybe months? I don't know. We've been talking a, a about month, this. A month and a week, to be specific. <laughs> a month and a week, but who's it, counting? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this podcast is, I would say, one of our top two podcasts out there. We have been talking about it for weeks. We've wow. recommended it to you guys numerous times. But we finally, we got on Terry and Sydney O'Reilly from the We Regret to Inform You, a rejection podcast. You guys... I, I'm, I'm bowing down to you right now because I love this podcast so much. And if you haven't checked it out, this is a podcast about very successful people in the world, how they got there, and all the rejection that they faced getting there, that it was not an easy climb, this was not an easy rise up. And after the first episode, I, I looked at Alicia and I was like, you have to listen to this because Alicia is an actress. And I felt that she would really get a lot from this podcast. So... Thank you guys for what you do, number one. Thank you so much. That's so lovely. Well, thank, thank you for you. having us. I wish I could be in person so you, you guys could feel. Um, honestly, truly, you, Dax uh, put me on to the Lisa Kudrow episode, right? And at first I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't a big you know, fan of uh, Friends. You know, I was a, a living, living yeah. single fan. And, you know, if you know the history of Friends, you know, uh, Friends was a derivative of Living Single. And, but when I listened to it, I, I want to say like towards the end of Lisa Kudrow's episode was where I pulled over and I, call, I called uh, the, those of us who are on the, 
who have our hands on pot sauce, we have a group chat together. And I texted them and I'm like, yo, like, I am so upset about this podcast. I'm on the side of the road doing the ugly cry right now because it's just like moving me. And then, like Dak said, like, since that episode, I was hooked. I went from, uh, you know, there to the Pretty Woman episode. And that's what I like about it, too. It's not just about celebrities. It's about projects, uh, movies that are now big and some of them, you know, in AFI 100 uh, films, best films ever. But the journey that it all had to go through to get to where it is now and where we know it to be now. So what was the inspiration behind We Regret to Inform You, the Rejection Podcast? Well, let me let me start and then Sid can jump in. So we have another podcast called Under the Influence, which is a long running podcast about the marketing world. And in that show, there were many stories that I told about inventors or founders of companies that faced incredible rejection until they managed to find a way. And then that product or that, uh, that company became a huge organization. And I thought that was always fascinating to me. And I brought just the notion of it to our team at Apostrophe Podcasts, Sydney being one of the partners. And I said, is there a, sh- a standalone show in this that we could look at people's stories from when they start to try and launch a career or a company or a movie or a TV show to the moment it happens, not past that, but just to the moment where finally they, they break through and what were their struggles and then how did they deal with it? How did they get over the speed bumps? And so I brought that to Sid and the team and they kind of liked it. And then over to you, Sid, on just the writing and the research of it. Yeah, I mean, another thing I think that was another seed of the show is that we're big, as a family, we're big nonfiction readers. So we read a lot of, you know, autobiographies and biographies. And we found so often in people's stories, in their own stories, they would glaze over the portion of their story where they were rejected. So say say it was an actor, they would say something like, you know, I moved to LA, I couldn't get an agent, I couldn't get an audition. So I got an agent and an audition, and then they'd keep going. And we were like, (laughs) we were like, wait, wait, you know, hang on, what, what happened in that window? Because that window is what people who are struggling could relate to the most, you know, the time when you're in the thick of it and in the grid of it all. And so we thought, okay, if we can dig and we can find out what happens in that window, I think it could really, really help people. So that's kind of, you know, how we came up with the show. And it just really, it really evolved from there. I, I think the reason that I gravitated toward, to it so much was because you do see these celebrities, you do see these movies out there that when you do see the end product, you just assume their life has been easy. Uh, and I think case in point, like Gal Gadot, she just kind of came out of nowhere for me. Little did I know, thanks to your podcast, that was eight years of her flying mm-hmm. back and forth from Israel to the U.S., taking audition, making her family come back and forth with her to the point where she was like, I'm over this. Like, I don't even want to be an actress anymore. This is clearly not for me. And she was about to give up. And they basically begged her to go on the audition for Wonder Woman, which obviously has changed her life. But there was so many of these little stories. And, you know, it, like, a, like Leisha said, Lisa Kudrow, I love that story because I was a big Friends fan. But to see her path and how she was just kind of a background actress, barely getting any roles, and her, the people in her life were even telling her, don't do that audition. It, there's no point. There's no name for the character. But that no-name character landed her 
on Friends. And it's just like, I'm getting chills thinking about it right now. Yeah, I'm trying it not to cry. Is, That's why I'm like letting you. Um, it is, you it is so good. Thank yeah, you. I, I think it's, it's that episode. It was the Brian Grazer episode where um, he was doing everything that he could, you know, to get his material out there. And it was like one meeting that he had with the lady, uh, with the executive whose bird ended up dying. And yes. he was... <laughs> He was able to be there with that executive and help bury the bird. And then she ended up buying like his first two um, screenplays. Correct me if I'm wrong, because this was one of the earlier episodes that I've listened yep. to. That I've since gone on to listen to almost all of your episodes. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was sorry. Whoop! Nope. Do the interview, Don't girl. cry. You um, got this. You got this leash. I'm going to get it together. Um, for me, it was just remembering, and this is why I was so grateful, you know, when we were able to get you guys on, it, it was just remembering to not to, to not discount the small parts, the small interactions, the small <clears throat> meetings with people, because those things could be, and it may not work out in that moment. It may not work out as quickly as it did. And I don't know the time turnover from when he helped bury the bird and they had like a little funeral for the woman's bird. And then she ended up buying um, his uh, screenplays. I don't even think that matters. I think what matters is that that was an encounter and in the future, it all worked out, you know, and that was another opportunity, like the small role for Lisa Kudrow, um, like, like the encouragement from Taraji P. Henson's dad to, well, good. I'm glad that you got kicked out yeah. because now you can pursue what I know you really want to do. So, Oh, sorry. Uh, you can see this podcast really like affected us, and yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's really a magical podcast. No, that's so. You know, that's in our so in, in our latest podcast, by the way, Alicia is about Kurt Warner, a very famous football quarterback, and he was rejected over and over again. He was even reduced to stocking shelves in a grocery store on the graveyard shift, and then five years later, he was a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And the theme in that show, which I think is what you're referring to, is your career path is full of detours. And you have to look at those detours as not a, a throwing you off course, but just a zig. to keep, It's just a, a serpentine way to get to where you're going. And that story of Kurt Warner is, is a story of detours. And I think that's the thread that really runs through most of our shows is every career has detours. And all of these people we talk about refuse to take no for an answer. Yes. Well, I think it comes down to your tagline at the end, never give up. And it is never so true. Up. Never give up. You don't know what's on the other end of your trials and tribulations. Even Stephen King got his uh, uh, book, Carrie, I think it was 30, how many times, Sid? 30 something? 30 rejections. 31 was the magic number. 31 was the magic number. And 30 is a very round number. Like 30 is a perfectly respectable number to say, okay, this has been rejected 30 <laughs> times. I gave it a good go. We're done. And people around Stephen King would have been like, totally. That we makes sense. <laughs> yeah, good for you. But if he had stopped there, we wouldn't have Carrie and we wouldn't have the wonderful weirdness that is Stephen King in this world. And so mm -hmm. it just goes to show that, you know, You'll never know what'll happen if you just go one more time. What you might learn or what you might what you might discover if you just push it one more time. Right? Because we can hear no so <laughs> many times. And my God, as an actor, I at one point I was thinking my name was no. I'm still trying to 
gather the fact that my name isn't no, because you know, you still get those no's until I get that one yes that only God knows when and how. But anyways, um, it's in the end when you see how all of it works out, because you guys will say, oh, this might've been turned down, but now it's like got five Academy Award nominations, and three wins and all of these. By then I have chills up my arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I was starting my career, Alicia, I was a, an advertising copywriter. So looking for my first job, I sent out, this is a long time ago now, but I sent out 60 resumes to 60 advertising agencies across the country. And I got back 61 rejection letters. One place even rejected me twice. <laughs> That's how much they didn't want me. But my point being that that was 61 rejections when I'm just trying to get a foot in the door. Nothing, and that was that was 1981. Like that's almost 40 years ago, and nothing has changed as far as trying to get that first big break. Sydney, out of all of the you know people or you know movies, whatever that you've covered, who has faced the most rejection out of anyone? Hmm. You know, one theme we've seen in a lot of the shows is the number 40. And we talked about this in our wrap up episode from season one, is that a lot of uh, pieces of art are rejected 40 times. There's something about that number. I don't know if it's an unlucky number or what, but 40 we see a lot. I think we saw that number in Back to the Future, I think was rejected for, I, I believe, I believe, and I'll check on this, was rejected 40 times, which is just, it's an astounding number to get 40 rejection letters back. It's not 61, so sorry, Dad. <laughs> that might be the most I've ever right. seen. But, <laughs> but it's but it's Thank up you, there. Sydney. Yeah, sorry. But it's up there. And there's, there's a, a number of shows that uh, we see the number 40. So yeah, I think Back to the Future was is among the most, and that is just a cult classic film. So you, it's, you know, it's amazing. You think, for example, Lady Gaga, like no one can sing like Lady Gaga. You would think someone would have looked at her and said, oh, yeah, like, where can I sign her to my label right now? She's so amazing. All these people we think would have undeniable talent or, you know, Back to the Future, just an unbelievable script idea. It's amazing how many times these people are rejected. It's also how beautiful how uh, you you can have those moments where you think, oh, this is it. This is the break that I've been hoping for. And you celebrate that. You, you might even, even share that success with some loved ones. And then just as quickly as it comes, it goes. And yeah. it feels like you have to start that process all over again. And some of the people that you covered, they do. And the yeah. difference between us hearing about these people and the people who, you know, their dreams have died in the graveyard is the people, again, you know, that they've had around them, the self-fortitude to be able to say, I believe in myself enough to go 61 times instead of 60. I'm going to go that one more time, you know, and, exactly. and, and trust that this will eventually work out. I mean, that makes when you say that, that makes me think of the Lisa Kudrow episode, because remember, and for for those uh, listeners or viewers who don't know, she auditioned for the role of Roz Doyle on Frasier. And, you know, everyone knew Frasier was going to be a hit show and she got it. She landed it. I mean, this was her big break. 
amazing. I'm sure she celebrated. And then only two days into shooting the pilot, when they pull her aside and say, you know, it's not working. Like you're not the right kind of funny that we're looking for for Frasier. You can only imagine that kind of heartbreak to get your big break and just as quickly have it taken away. And, you know, she would feel like, oh, I'm not that kind of funny. I mustn't be funny. And, you know, if you're a, a comedic actor, God, what a horrible piece of feedback. But then for her to go on and, and keep going and land friends where she was that perfect, quirky, Phoebe Buffet funny that no one else could have ever played. I mean, talk about a journey, having that big break, getting taken away, and then landing something even bigger where she becomes the highest paid actress on TV. And not only that, they made that role around her. Like they came right. after her. It wasn't just, hey, come audition. Like that role was created for Lisa Kudrow. It really is amazing. From, from a smaller role, like you were saying, Dax, from a smaller role that her team at that time was convincing her not to take. Right. <laughs> you know, so you That's just, right. Not often, it's not often that we get to see while we're in the process of, and Sydney, I'm sure you can personally attest because I, I know you do a lot of the research. Not often do we get to see while we're in the process of how this thing is actually going to flush out and work out in our favor. Like a lot of times it's after the fact and you can look back and it's like, thank God I did that audition. You know, thank God that I went there and, you know, did all these other things because now, you know, it's flushed out into this huge, huge thing, you know? Totally. I mean, we heard someone say once, and I, I can't remember exactly who it was, uh, so forgive me, but they said that uh, when you're living your life, it feels like random events crashing into one another, like it's total chaos. But when you're older and you can look back on your life, it looks like a finely crafted novel. So everything was working for you. You just couldn't see it at the time. And I think that that's one of the beauties of our show is that you know, you can look back on it and it looks like it was perfectly planned that way. But you just have to kind of in that moment, you know, let the rejection be hard. Let it be sad. Feel it. We're not saying, you know, skip ahead to the lesson. You know, you have to sit in it for a bit. But if you can have the faith and you can understand that the next thing is around the corner, at the very least as a stepping stone, then, you know, it can help you to navigate into to deal with the heaviness of the rejection in the moment. And can I add to that too, if, just a small thing. There's almost always a hidden gift inside each rejection, which is interesting. And you have to, if you can recalibrate your thinking that way, it's helpful. Going to that Kurt Warner episode I referenced earlier, his dream was to make the NFL. He's rejected over and over and over again. He finally makes it to the Green Bay Packers. They take him but they sit him on the bench because the quarterback, Brett Favre, never misses a game in his whole career right up to his, his retirement. So they cut Kurt Warner after how many, was it a couple of days or a couple of games? Two games. Two, Two games. games. They, they cut him. But if he had stayed with the Packers, he would have never played because Brett Favre never missed a game. Yeah. So because he got cut, that allowed him to take the rest of the rejection and then end up on a Super Bowl winning team as a quarterback. The gift was that he got cut. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Really is amazing. Man, Terry, come on. You better take me to church. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to. Oh, I'm over here like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to. I can't cry again. I got more okay. show to do. <laughs> 
Obviously, we listen to the rejection. Oh, we regret to inform you, the rejection podcast. But what are you listening to, Sydney? You can tell me what you're listening to first, then we'll go to Terry. Sure. Um, okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. Do you guys know that no. show? Okay, no. super cool. So Esther Perel is a she's a renowned psychologist, and she has a show where she invites uh, couples into her office. And you basically become a fly on the wall listening to couples therapy sessions, like a one-time session. I know it's really cool. So if you've ever been in a therapist's waiting room and wondered what everyone else was in for, like this is your chance. It's so <laughs> it's so interesting. And then she has a counterpart as well for coworkers called Housework, which is which is super cool. So I highly recommend that one. I always say you learn more about yourself than you do the couple. So super really? cool. And then. Uh, also, I'd be remiss probably if I didn't mention one of our own uh, other shows that I just love. It's called Alone Together, and it's on our uh, podcast network. And like rejection, it takes a look at a subject that's kind of heavy, uh, loneliness, but it looks at it from a from a really interesting angle, which is from curiosity. So I think you know over the last year and a half, we've all you know, dealt with a certain degree of loneliness. And this show just really pulls the curtain back on that whole subject. And it's really interesting. Like, for example, why you choose the clothes you choose to wear in the morning is directly correlated to loneliness or why walking barefoot in your house can make you feel less lonely, like super quirky and interesting facts all about loneliness, which is something that I think that we all deal with and, and should probably talk about more. Awesome. Those are some good suggestions. What about you, Terry? Uh, one of my favorite podcasts is called Against the Rules. So Against the Rules is hosted by the great author, Michael Lewis, who did a Moneyball and, th and great uh, uh, books. On he looks at interesting subject matters from a very different point of view, which I always love. You look at something you've seen your whole life and then look at it from a, a, a different viewpoint. For example, he looked at the, why referees are so hated. And, and what it is to be the life of a referee. And, and even talked about, I think, in the NBA, which I never knew, there is a big uh, complex somewhere in New Jersey that has the screens of every NBA game going on at the same time. And five or six referees watch every game. So if there's a questionable call in a game from the referees on the floor, they shoot it back to New Jersey and those guys make the call. Wow. Like, I never knew that whole thing happened, that there was this whole, you know, thing going on with referees so against the rule against the rules is a great great show the other one i i was so intrigued by was called the bank robber diaries which is a show about a real life bank robber who i think he robbed 60 banks just a few years ago and he's he's the guest on the show and he talks about how he robbed all those banks and how he got away with it and what his life was like as a guy that was on the run with money and how he would even walk up to a bank, what was going on in his mind before he walked in there, what he said to the teller, how he got away, where he parked his car. Like it's just a incredible look into just an aspect of uh, life that you would only see in the movies. Well, I'm into he it. Time? <laughs> he's, he's just free to roam about the cabin. Well, no, he got... <laughs> <laughs> he eventually did get caught, Alicia, and he did eventually go to jail, but he's, he's come out a, a changed man, as you can imagine. And then he has the 
wherewithal. He's very articulate too, which is which is the most interesting facet of this. And he has a very interesting home life that led to a life of crime. But it's a, it's a fascinating look at something you will, as I say, we would only see in the movies. I love it. Name of that again. <laughs> the Bank Robber Diaries. You know I have to check that out. I'm like, I'm into it already. <laughs> Just your description of it with the Terry voice also takes them to another level. <laughs> oh, it does. That's what gets me in the end of the podcast. It's the Terry voice with the statistics. Wow. By then, I'm like a blubbering mess on the side of somebody's road <laughs> crying. I'm like, yes, Alicia, never give up. You're almost there. <laughs> you guys are I'm awesome. I'm laughing now, but trust me, like when I'm in the oh. moment of it, I'm just like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's you, the highest you praise you could give us, Alicia. Up. That's the key to life. You guys bring many feels to uh, to to the both of us. Um, we really, really enjoy your podcast. You. We wish you Thank so you. much more luck and success. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think you really need it because it's doing well, but uh, thank you again for, for coming out with this podcast. Thank thanks, you so Zach. much. And thanks for having it. us. All right, welcome back to Pod Sauce. Leisha, it's that time of the day. It is that time. <laughs> what is it time for? We, what's, Most foul. Oh. what's wrong with it? We like saying through half of the show. I feel like we need graphics when it comes to stuff. We're given all this energy and all this pizzazz because we don't have backup dancers. I need graphics. So let's say murder most foul. There's like a big tombstone or something like that that I comes like that. up. Tombstone comes up. You know what I'm saying? And then someone just dies. Okay, move right. You looked right at me. You're like, and someone just died. All right, let's hear your murder most foul. I love these. So I love murder. these. These are always fun because I know how much you love. Like true crime, so I, yeah. I get a kick out of it. And not that it's funny, but I do. <laughs> let's just go ahead and preface that. But what I think, what I think it, it what, we all have those situations and those scenarios where we've heard a story and we're like, how, sis, if you hear some the Jason music <laughs> playing in the background, you don't go into the woods. What are we doing, babe? So, hence affirmative murder. Now, affirmative murder hosted by Alvin William and Frankel Evans. It's the pers- it's it's the black perspective. Oh. <laughs> it's the it's the black perspective. <laughs> you know what? Dax, I kind of would put this in our if you like this you'd like that okay. alongside with um it's always the husband. But in this particular situation, it's just different crime stories, right? And, and the only reason I put them in the same boat is just from the comedic aspect of it. Okay. Although it's always the husband is significantly more hilarious. No shade, but, you know, it is. It is. Um, But affirmative murder. So I I actually, I've only listened to a couple of their episodes. One in particular was just about Sunset Towns. Because being from the South, obviously I'm extremely familiar with Sunset Towns. But I was very curious to hear their perspective on it. And so they cover actual cases. So this one was about this... A young woman who was out trying to sell encyclopedias and she was subsequently murdered. Obviously, there's nothing funny there, but it's just the situational things around it. Like, do I go with the white people that I don't know or, you know, or do I go with the white people that I do know? But these are crazy because I work (laughs) with them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like stuff like that, which obviously makes challenging situations a little more palatable. Um, But so they cover that and that case was like in Bettonsville, Indiana, but it was like in 1968. So old school Bettonsville, Indiana. So that was a very, a really good one. Um, 
obviously they talk about race issues, race relations and things like that, but they do it from a comedic perspective. I think we all could use a little more sunshine and ponies Mm. these days. So affirmative murder is my murder most foul. (laughs) I love how you say it. Say it one more time. Murder most foul. (laughs) I need to turn that into a jingle. So are you listening, Jay? So whenever we have this segment coming up, just hit that beautiful bean music. (laughs) Well, today was a very fun episode. Hey, Big shout out to uh, Terry and Sydney O'Reilly. I mean, we've been talking about their podcast. We regret to inform you. A rejection podcast for weeks on end. Today was the day we finally got to sit there and talk to them in person. And it was really cool. So big shout out to them. Thank you for coming on. And I I got them on because I knew they would bring tears to your eyes. I knew it. Such a great job. I mean, they just, they they do such a beautiful job, but you're right. You said it in the interview. It's his voice. Like Terry is so endearing and he really just looks like that dad that was like the community dad, mm. the neighborhood dad that everyone just like wanted to go, who's how, you know, they wanted to go kick it with, yep. you know, and go see, you know, we're going to go see the dad, <laughs> <laughs> Terry O'Reilly. You know? So yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for hanging out with us today. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Pot Sauce. Please follow all of our handles. This is Pot Sauce, the Pot Sauce. And if you guys want to check out, uh, we regret to inform you, go, go to our website, podsauce.com. We'll have a link straight there to their podcast and any of the specific episodes we talked to them about. All right, Leash, mm-hmm. I'm Dax Holt. I am Alicia Renee, and until next time, be good to yourself. Thank you all for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 